three, two, one. Hey, I'm Sar. I'm Donacast, and we're Sardonacast. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, like I didn't even one. I didn't even practice that one. <laughs> nice. I've been very busy. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have any time to make an I think elaborate intro. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, what have you been busy with, Adam? Everything. I just published. Did you? <laughs> I, I published the uh, hot hot tub cinema club video, which is hilarious. Oh, thank you. <laughs> this sounds like my worst fucking nightmare. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> definitely a disaster. Mm-hmm. And I got that out because I'm going to be away for basically three weeks. Just a lot of inconveniently timed things happening one after the other. I think I mentioned on the last episode. So, just getting everything ready so I can be gone and still get things done while I'm gone, but not have to worry too much about what I can't get done while I'm gone. So, mm. that's cool. what I'm up to. <laughs> In other news, Ralph's all grown up. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big boy now. Hooray. <laughs> I graduated from college. Yeah, I'm, I've been busy too with that. Yeah. Um, so, I like, I, I was in L.A. for school, and then I came back to the East Coast to graduate, and now I'm going to go back uh, in June and live there. So that'll be fun. You came back to the East Coast to graduate from L.A.? You were in school. Well, oh, so That's so Emerson, confusing. which is the college I went to, they have their campus is mainly in Boston. That's like their hub. But they also allow you to go study abroad. And oh. one of those programs was L.A. So in L.A., I had an internship with a okay. studio and stuff. And like, I worked. Sense. It was great. I learned so much. It was fun. Yeah, oh, I guess cool. L.A. would be yeah. the place to do it. Mm-hmm. And now I got an apartment around Venice. So mm. I'll hang out there. Cool. Yeah. Nice. We'll be in the same How about you, Alex? What are you up to? Well, we've all Just been so same. busy. My dog had diarrhea earlier. <laughs> Hendrix okay. had diarrhea a few days ago. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Speaking of diarrhea, <laughs> take it. Take the segue. Sanic, the hedgehog. Everyone's favorite. It looks great. Isn't it Sonic? No, it's Sanic. Sanic is the other one with like the really loud music. No, I, I think I think they're making a Sanic movie. I mean, that's oh, they are. Yeah, it, it looks closer cool. to Sanic than Sonic. <laughs> it actually does. I have no investment in Sonic, so I don't know how you guys felt about it. Oh, but it, it, me I didn't neither. Think it was a good trailer. <laughs> okay. Well, well, I'm glad it none looks of us like do. Shit. Obviously, <laughs> really I mean, bad. everybody's been talking about it. You know. Mm-hmm. Getting lot people getting lots of views doing trailer reactions to it. Everybody's pretty much on the yeah. same page. So much so that they've decided to redesign it, and they haven't pushed back the release date or anything. What the fuck? What are you doing? It's kind of suspicious. Yeah, it's, it's, it's odd the whole thing. Yeah. Have you heard this theory about it? Oh, that they I, made it on purpose. Yeah, bad, I, I and hope they have you're like not another good model hidden that. away. <laughs> well, they do have previous models. Obviously, of course, but I mean, they're, it, they're, the previous one might be a better one, but I really, really doubt that their strategy was to get a whole bunch of negative press, right? <laughs> like as soon as the trailers released, like that's not a strategy that a studio would take. They're not that smart. Like the rest of it looks like shit anyway. Mm-hmm. Like the whole trailer looks like shit. It doesn't. 
It doesn't matter if... Uh... That's, that's why I was so confused about people caring, like, as if that's the issue. As if Sonic's design is the real issue with this trailer. Exactly. That would solve any problem. Exactly. <laughs> that's why it's a stupid theory. I, I... It's like the design won't fix <laughs> anything. <laughs> it's like, it's current iteration, though. Who's it even for? Like, it's pissing off Sonic fans, even. And, th- and they'll put up with anything. They'll put up with Sonic Boom or <laughs> Sonic in the Night or the Werewolf one. I mean, Sonic is terrible. Let's just be real. Yeah. Sonic is a bad character. He's never been anything good. <laughs> I can't believe this even got made, to be honest. It's like yeah. a... It's, it's almost... No, Venom kind of makes more sense than it. I was going to compare it to Venom. But this is, like, so dated. It feels like that Woody Woodpecker movie that came out a couple years ago. Yeah. Or Alvin and the Chipmunks it movies. It's like just it like one, one of those. those. James Marston, he he's been in those as well. Yeah, it's like so many <laughs> weird comparisons. Yeah, he was in Hop, right? Which is like this. One of that that is the worst illumination movie. film, by the way. Right? Hop? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I thought yeah. I thought you said the Lorax was the worst. No, but I forgot about Hop. <laughs> Hop is the answer. Wow. Trust me. Trust me. No. Yeah, they keep outdoing themselves. <laughs> I mean, um, but the trailer. Another big issue with it is it seemed like the Jim Carrey show. Like it wasn't really about Sonic. It's more about Jim Carrey acting goofy. And I don't know if Sonic fans want to see that. What do I know about Sonic fans? But it just I seemed mean, like it was just mostly about him. I think the best thing to come out of the Sonic fandom is the Sonic fans. We got Christine <laughs> yeah. Weston Chandler. We got Sammy Classic oh, Sonic fan. Sammy Classic. Of you course. know. I mean. With Sonic fans around, I don't feel so embarrassed about the furry community. So, keep at it. <laughs> Did you not like how he looked at the end where he was like proper Eggman? With a huge mustache oh, yeah. like in the desert or whatever? That's really weird. There's been, a lot of, uh, awesome. there's been a lot of memes. Which is kind of expected because it's Sonic, I guess. But there's a lot of them. We got Shadman making memes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got a whole, whole bunch of memes. It's uh, it's just an embarrassment, really. I why was Gangster's Paradise on the on the music? Because <laughs> they're that brave. The they're brave artists that have a vision, and you can't interfere with that. This isn't some sort of big studio movie where they try to appeal to the lowest common denominator, <laughs> where they try to make it accessible to everybody. They are artists, okay? And they had a vision. They are brave. Yeah. $90 million budget, apparently. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Nice. <laughs> yep. For <It's>, a uh, <laughs> I mean, with, with them redesigning the character, either... They're going to use a, a previous model, and it's probably still going to look like shit, maybe be a tiny bit better or something, but not fix the biggest flaws with the design. Or they're actually going to redesign it, which is, seems less likely. And either way, especially with option two, I mean, these animators are going to be working a lot more. They're going to be crunching even yeah. harder than they've already been crunching. And uh, doesn't care about animators. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna shout out that YouTube documentary Life of Pi again. If you want to know how animators are treated yeah. in the industry, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's really disgusting. Like total shit. Yeah, they have to work overtime. They get paid like less than anybody. Basically, <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, and these movies yeah. rely so much on them. Exactly, now. it's kind of crazy. It's like they're they're responsible for the movie, but <laughs> they yeah, they, they fill the up most of the credits. Like 
And then, like, everyone shits on them when the effects don't come out good. Meanwhile, it's all these producers that keep, like, making different decisions and, like, okay, so just change it last minute. And it's Mm -hmm. terrible. That happened with Justice League, too. And it's going to happen with this. You can you can also work on a movie as an animator and have your name not appear in the credits just because they decided that there were too many names. Yeah. That actually happens. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you can work on a movie and not have your name in the credits. You'd think that that's just a given. so obscenely long. Like, they can be 20 minutes worth of just names yeah. of animators. All the Marvel movies have them Just that give long. me one yeah. name per frame. Get some sick Gaspar Noe soundtrack going. <laughs> yeah. Give me, a, give me a seizure. And then be done with it. Congratulations. Did you see the video that somebody posted of... Uh, they, they re-edited the uh, flashy intro titles from Space Jam to make it look like it were the opening sequence from Enter the Void. I did not see that. Uh, that sounds fun, though. It's hilarious. That's hilarious. Right after this. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Pretty great. Yeah. Anyway, Sanic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to this piece of shit. Um, when does it come out? November or something? November. Wow. Yeah. December. Right. Well, they're pushing I'll for, be sure to see it. They're pushing for the Oscars season. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Best visual effects... Uh, best supporting actor James Marsden. Best supporting actor Jim Carrey. Who's playing Sanic? Is that anybody? Ben oh, Schwartz? that's a good question. It's Ben that... Schwartz from Parks and Rec. Oh, um, oh, okay. I, I thought you said Ben Shapiro. Was... <laughs> 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 ben Shapiro as Sonic. He might sound more like Sonic, to be honest. Yeah, honestly, he's gonna destroy Eggman with facts and logic. Why do I, what I don't understand is when they have a CG character that's supposed to be from a video game, why they don't just use the voice actor from the video game. Right? Yeah. Right. Isn't that why people are there? I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of annoyed that Psyduck sounded so weird in the new Pikachu thing, but we're not going to really talk long about that at all. <laughs> Ralph hasn't seen it. But, that was a, uh, the but I probably will never maybe. see it. But So if you guys want to talk about that, you can. We could briefly. I don't think you get anything out of it, Ralph. I don't even bother. Don't <laughs> okay. spend money on it. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I don't care about Pokemon, so yeah. I played Pokemon Go for a week. Then. I guess that's. I guess that's it, though. Yeah, I love. I love Pokemon, but mm-hmm. I just feel like the movie was literally nothing but brand recognition, and that's it. Like it had nothing to offer. Mm-hmm. That was all. Were it was. there a lot of families in the audience, and did they enjoy it? Did it was it mostly like they were it? just like young adults. There was like maybe a kid oh. or two in the entire theater. It was really weird. There were a few kids at my showing, but they were really bored. Yeah, like the kids were clearly the just dragged there by the adults that wanted to see it. That's clearly who the movie's <laughs> marketing towards is like these adults for nostalgic purposes. And then the character designs are so creepy that it's like, there's no way a child could possibly enjoy this. Yeah. Like, what about like, the sex jokes and innuendos and stuff that Detective Pikachu says as well? I guess, it's not yeah. Really, like, it's like a kid friendly. I mean, it is and it's it isn't. for man babies? I guess so. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of people that love it. <laughs> I don't want to... Mm-hmm. Brush them I'm all sure. off as yeah, man yeah, babies, yeah. but of course, of course, uh... that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, you don't have to. Yeah, say. it's coming from you. I feel like I'm in the minority thinking it's as bad as it is. I think we both you think it's as bad it. as it is. I'm glad that you agree with me, Alex. I saw your rating on Letterboxd. Yeah, we gave it the same no, I rating. Got nothing out of it. Yeah, yeah. 
I was actually bored for most of it. And it was it incredibly one boring. of the worst last acts. That's one of the worst last like acts of a big blockbuster I've seen in a yeah. while. It was really is it like really a CG annoying fight? and boring? Yeah, I mean a lot of it is, mm. but uh, there's a, the twist reveal is like the <laughs> oh funniest. that's funny yeah yeah there's uh, a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense and then people are gonna say but it's a kids movie and it's fine it's like yeah it's a kids movie. But if your defense of it being stupid is just it's a kids movie, then it's like, yeah, I agree with you. It's a stupid kids movie. It is stupid, and it's also a kids movie. You can criticize it for being stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there are good kids movies that exist. So exactly. to me, that's not really an excuse because yeah. it's just lazy most of the time. Yeah, exactly. The dialogue's awful. The effects pretty bad. Yeah, the character it's designs are just overall. disturbing. When like when you saw Mewtwo's teeth. <laughs> It looked so creepy. What thinking? I want to. I want a screen cap of that. It looked so yeah. awkward. I Gengar the, looked disgusting. As well. Yeah. It was that? Uh, I, I, I guess it's kind of a spoiler. Some somewhat maybe. Well, they just did that thing that every video game movie does, where there's a scene where they kind of reference the game, where they're like, Pikachu, you've only got these attacks. You've only got quick attack and thunderbolt and and it was as if as if they were playing the game in a yeah scene. It's so, i mean it's, it's such they, a bad way of adapting it they kind of do that in the anime but it was a little it was a little off in this movie he like listed I, all of okay the attacks anime, it was the, really weird the anime's just like a weird it's not that important you know it's just a tv show that's designed to sell cards and, and games and mm-hmm. At least the the visual style of that show is kind of consistent, and you don't question things that it being in live action forces you to question. Mm-hmm. Like seeing these tiny Pokemon walking around is so off-putting and bizarre to me because it makes you ask so many questions. Like I don't even want to get into it because it's just a never-ending like rabbit hole of weird things that come up because of there being Pokemon in the world, and they they're just like, yeah, look how carefree and everything it is but there's so many strange things that come as a result of it that just just irk me I don't yeah know if it's just me but i think i think there's plenty of logical issues with the film but in my quickie that is not out yet um i kind of strayed away from from mentioning those because i think that even people that love the movie like it just so many of them are going to be obvious like i don't think anybody thinks that this is a smart or logically consistent yeah. film. I think that its problems are just far deeper than that. It's just it's yeah. It's so derivative and uninspired. The acting is all terrible. Every, well, <laughs> I mean, even the the best performance we got was Ryan Reynolds just doing voice acting, and that's about it. And then yeah. Bill Nighy was like fine. And then he was hilarious. I thought he was the funniest. The main actor was genuinely awful, and then the female lead was literally, like, the worst thing in the world. <laughs> as soon as she showed up, it was so embarrassing. It was like, it holy felt like crap. like one of those Nickelodeon movies, like the Fairly Your Parents movie, or something like that, where they kind the of live make it live one? action. Yeah. Oh, boy. It, it feels like that with a higher budget. It's, it's pretty embarrassing. The same level of writing? I've, I've mentioned yeah. the director's previous films, though, right? Like the uh, Isn't Shark Tale, one of them. Yeah, Shark Tale, Monsters versus Aliens, Gulliver's Travels, just a bunch so of all the films crap. have the same issues. Yeah, and but it gets and away with it this time because Pokemon's attacked. exactly like it's the same quality as all of his other films, but people love Pokemon. So, like from a filmmaking we'll give it that, standpoint, it's, just, was cute. it's really not great. Yeah, no, exactly. It was pretty shoddy all around. 
My one positive was that I think Pikachu is cute in the movie. Just how he looks. He's like mm. the one, I think, that looks all right. He doesn't look so bad, but that might also be because the Sonic trailer was released before the movie came out. Because <laughs> I, I think that as yeah, soon as you as put as that the... Sonic trailer out, then it's like everything else is just I'm not really so bad after, after that yeah. point. Yeah, I, I didn't, I, I didn't want to see a Q-bone in real life, but I've seen it now, and I wasn't impressed. Yeah. The end. <laughs> Go see it anyway. Whatever. If you're a Pokemon fan, you'll probably get a kick out of it seeing all the details. Did they give you Pokemon trading cards at the end of the movie? No. Ah. We're, I'm in Britain. Like, no one has enthusiasm for anything. <laughs> like, they never do anything like that at movie theaters, at least where I live. Speaking of being in Britain, I've compiled a That's list me. of stupid British words to harass you over. Oh, they're stupid, are they? Okay. I think I mean challenge me then. Uh, so apparently, <laughs> apparently, you guys call leashes leads, like oh. a dog lead. Yeah. Okay. I guess what? that's okay. <laughs> yeah, because you're leading the dog, or the dog's leading you. Oh yeah, you're the leading the dog along. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that one. Okay, fine. <laughs> that's fine. not that we'll weird. We'll see. We'll see where leash we go. Leash is weirder to me. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's too aggressive. Leash. It's like that. That was trying to attack you. Leash me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Do, uh, is it? I, I I don't know how many of these are accurate, but I've got this list anyway. I compiled them with my roommate. Um, apparently, you say "Happy Christmas" and not "Merry Christmas." Um, I feel like I've heard "equal." Okay, uh, I, I, I'll use e- either whatever just pops into my head. Because so otherwise, that would be an attack on Jesus. And I'd be very <laughs> be saying "Happy Holidays." Yeah. Take Fuck, that, oh, yeah. Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, what, are try- Starbucks. what are you trying to do to America? <laughs> You're ruining Christmas. There's a war on Christmas. <laughs> you have to say it the way I say it, because that's freedom. Uh, you call oh, chips crisps, and you call fries chips. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. dumb. I've, so, I've heard that before. That makes no sense. So yeah, that's why fish and uh, chips is essentially just fish and fries. We we still call yeah. them fish and chips here, by but, the way. So you get fish and chips, you're getting fish really? and fries, not fish and actual chips. So, so like there, we, there is kind of a, a difference, I think, between some of them. Like a chip to me is like, imagine a really meaty fry where you can kind of almost see the potato in it, right? Yeah, mm. that's a chip, a big fat nugget. Okay. Whereas a fry is kind of like a McDonald's fry. It's like really oh, thin, really? kind of crispy. So you still, and you, and you take like fries. multiple of them and put them. Yeah. Okay. I would call that fries, but um, like what you would call potato. Wait, I'm getting confused now. We call them crisps. Yeah, we just call them chips. You call them chips. Yeah. Right. No. That's yeah. wrong. Yeah, that's like, wrong. <laughs> that's not wrong. That's that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> They're chips. You have a bag no. of chips, Potato and then you have crisps. some French fries, and then you eat ass. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's eating everyone's ass now. Yeah. Is that not confusing? Calling two things the same word. What do you mean? Chips. I'm gonna eat what? some chips. Yeah, you, I gotta eat some chips, that, and then when I want to eat like, French fries, I have French fries. I don't have. No, but I don't if you call came here chips. and you were like, "Hey, give me, a, give me some chips," then someone would be like, "Oh, okay, let's drive to the nearest kebab van or something, and <laughs> let's let's go hang out with Michael Pena." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. That's what I mean. Yeah, when I'm talking about Shepherd. getting some getting some chips. That's the correct answer. <laughs> some chips. 
Well, then here's here's what really makes things interesting. We chocolate chips are not chips. I would like chips made out of chocolate, but that's just, wrong. For they're just drops. All of us, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, droplets. it's like chocolate chipped away and put into a cookie. But it's so not chipped chips. away. It's dripped away. Okay. It's dripped. Oh yeah, I guess. Well, you melt it and then yeah, drip it solidifies. It mm-hmm. Maybe that's not the way they used to make them. Maybe they just shredded like chips of chocolate and put them in cookies, and that's how the name got created. Well, is it is it isn't a it's chip a like a, a chipped off bit of a potato? Technically, it's quite a good quite a good word, really. Chip of a potato, but they're also I... fried. I mean, yeah, fries that makes yeah. sense. Oh, this is so confusing, man. Uh, Next, you call your uh, TV seasons TV series, whereas a series in North America would involve the entire show. Yeah, I don't understand your television system at all because, like, your seasons have like four episodes in them, like Doctor Strange or what is it, Doctor Who? Doctor Who. Like, I don't <laughs> understand. Like, I don't understand how Sherlock works. It's like th- five seasons long, but it's only like six episodes or something. Like, I don't understand it. So you're confused about. Season and what was the other one? Series. They mean series. 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 Why do you so it's call like it series and not series seasons? two is season two. We do so call what them you... seasons as well. Yeah. Oh really? That's another why one. Why do they we say that? All the... Oh, why do you? No, I see series all the like, time. Like if, um, for example, I was having a conversation with someone, I might say, "Game of Thrones is my favorite series." Mm-hmm. So yeah. If I was talking about the show, but then I'd say the latest season was rubbish or something. But you wouldn't yeah. say the latest that's, that's series? You wouldn't say series two or something? Because I see that all the time on like, Not me personally. There might be some people out there that do it, but I mean, I'm always looking at IMDb and, you know, in the nomenclature of the way okay. people talk about it. Yeah, yeah Is American that how BBC way, so. does it with like series? I think that's how they organize it. <sighs> that's what they say. Let yeah, me double check on IMDb. I'll just go on like a yeah. random show and see what it says on my version. See if it says something different. I've kind of uh you know, it just says it just says season one, two yeah. It doesn't say series, so I have also mm. adopted some American words just because I like them better. Uh so instead of pop like what? I say soda. And apparently yeah. in in Britain some people call it them fizzy drinks. Yeah, we we say neither of those here. <laughs> okay. We don't say pop <laughs> or say? soda. We call fizzy fizzy drinks. <laughs> or we just, or we just specify drinks. what the drink is. Like, oh, I'd really like a bottle of Coke right now. You say, I want say. a fizzy drink. <laughs> like when you order yeah. at a restaurant. That's you might crazy. Say, you might say, oh, what fizzy drinks have you got? <laughs> <laughs> That's real. a good one. I That's think not pop even weird, is better. Too. Pop would be better than saying fizzy drink. I know. Pop, pop <laughs> sounds too literal. weird for me, so I just say soda. Pop fi- sounds weird, but I think it's drinks, better than fizzy drink. Fizzy drinks. Pop that's, sounds cooler. It's so many syllables. Yeah, no one says pop or soda here, I'm afraid. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I'm excited to visit one day and just uh, use all these words. <laughs> You'll feel like you're in Game of Thrones. Apparently... A costume party is a fancy dress party? Yep. That's right. Dang, son. Fancy dress party. (laughs) It's just another way of saying costume, isn't it? I guess. Yep. You're not specifically wearing a dress, but I guess you're dressed fancy. Fancy dress, yeah, like dressing up fancy or something. 
apparently pants are underwear and trousers are pants. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ralph trousers is losing his mind. <laughs> what? That yeah. one I don't get. <laughs> so I wear boxes, and then yeah. on top of my boxes, I wear trousers. Okay. But your but boxers are called pants. My boxes, bo- boxes are pants. They're they're type of. <laughs> No, pants. they're not. Yeah, they they're are. Under, they go under your pants, so it's it's underpants. It's no. underwear. Underpants. That's it's meant to pants. keep your groin together, and then you put pants on, which is the actual pants. No. <laughs> we got the pants. We got the boxes. The briefs. So they're all in the same thing. And then you have trousers. They go on top of the pants. That, that's fucking crazy. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Right, it would make sense if you were here. Trust me. Yeah, I'm sure it would. That's a that is one that's really confusing. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? I, like why? I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I might be wearing shorts. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, fanny means pussy. Ah, right, one of the rude ones. Fanny does mean like vagina. I thought Fanny funny. meant butt. It does everywhere else. In America, I guess. it does yeah. not over here. So uh, oh. if you go buy a dildo, you're asking for a fanny pack. <laughs> no, because a fanny pack's already a thing you can buy. <laughs> <laughs> and they're back in style, I've noticed, which is quite weird. Yeah, I love the '90s. I wore a fanny. <laughs> I wore a fanny pack all the time because I had so so many things I was allergic to. I needed to carry an EpiPen. And then one kid tried oh, to punch okay. me in the nuts one day, and he oh, hit damn. his he hit his hand on my fanny pack, and he hurt his hand, and I felt so good about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rude words are where it gets interesting, I think. Oh yeah, in Britain. What what, what are some that yeah. you can think of? Oh dear. Um, well, one I, I I think is way more serious in like America, for example, is the the c word. Cunt. Whereas I was just yeah. about to say, yeah. In Australia, yeah, they don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. It's just a yeah, common word. We're kind of like it's in the so weird how, how people are just so upset about that word. I get it. Yeah. Like, it depends in like know. what context you use it in. You can, normally, if you're calling someone you call that, mates. then it's fucked up. But... As like an insult, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess it depends on how it's used. And sure, there's a different context to it. But logistically, just trying to think of it as, as robotically as I can, I just like I don't see any difference between that and calling someone a dick, which... Nobody cares about that. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a gendered insult where you're referring to the genitalia, right? Mm-hmm. Both of those are basically the same, I guess, removed from context, but... Yeah, you just say it like you, your friend dropped curry on your white carpet. You say, don't do that, you can't. Why'd you do that? Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty nonchalant. If you're actually yeah. saying there's, it to offend someone. There's like someone, more different... nonchalant ways to use cunt. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the same with a lot of yeah. You, slurs, you, to be honest. you could just say fanny. <laughs> well, what a fanny! fanny. <laughs> so, like, are people are people still named Fanny? Like the Bergman film Fanny and Alexander? I've never met a Fanny person. <laughs> Someone called Fanny. Uh, flip that. <laughs> Alex is a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My own language just fucked me over. Yeah. Oh, uh, what about a uh, pillock? I don't know what that is. What, is, what the hell is that? What? I don't Did know. What? Pillock. 
Don't be a pillock. pillock. You don't know what that is, and you use the word. You don't have a definition. Yeah. I don't, I've never even thought about it. I've just said it. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a pillock. How do you spell it? I, I don't even know. I've only <laughs> ever said it. <laughs> I'll see if I can find it. <laughs> pillock. Okay. A stupid just person. Mean, yeah, it just means pillock. a pillock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't be a pillock. Yeah. Don't okay. Be, okay. Cool. I like that. That's a that's a good one. Well, like, wanker as well, obviously. Yeah. Twat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wanker. Bloody wanker. Don't wait. Don't Americans say twat instead of twat? Oh, uh, we say twat. Yeah. Yeah. What's the deal with that? It's way less satisfying. Twat. Don't be a twat. Uh, we so just say twat. Sort of... We just say the a differently. Okay. Twat. Worse, dingbat. But... <laughs> we got a... the Americans dingbat. have a lot of great insults. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apparently, you say uh, anti-clockwise instead of counterclockwise. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. Anti-clockwise. Anti-clockwise. But what about Uncle Clockwise? I get it. Boo! That's funny. <laughs> I got to boo myself today. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me! <laughs> you been planning that one? No, it just it just yeah, came naturally. <laughs> yeah, it was such a good joke. We thought you planned it. <laughs> I spent weeks writing that one. <laughs> that's why you're so busy. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's that's what I've been doing <laughs> this entire time. It's the only reason we had this segment is so you could tell that one joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex, what do you call what do you call an eggplant? Oh Jesus, that's an aubergine, right? That's how you pronounce it? Uh, oh, a what? <laughs> an aubergine? No, I, that's, that's what I have written. You're, you're correct. That's what I have written down. I just didn't, I wasn't prepared to pronounce that. An aubergine. Aubergine. Yeah, that's what we call it here. For the record, a, a shitty, shitty food. I hate aubergine. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't that's like so eggplant either. And courgette. What's that? Courgette sucks as well. Wait, you don't know what a courgette is? What is yeah, that? What is that? Jesus, I don't know how else I could de- describe it. What is it? Yeah. It's just oh, a courgette. Oh. <laughs> You're not very good at, at describing any of these yeah, things. Because, you just take it all for granted, man. These things. Oh, it's a zucchini. A zucchini. Oh! <laughs> you call it courgette? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's called here. That's nuts. I get eggplants because eggplant, there's no eggs in it, all right? But... Zucchini, that's courgette, just zucchini. Yeah. Courgette, that's funny. <laughs> so, to you, a, a biscuit is is something different. It's like a cookie. Oh, here we it's go. not a biscuit, right? Right. Uh, what do you call a biscuits? A biscuit would be like a, <laughs> a digestive biscuit. So you right. just add another word like to it? It's like a sweet... <laughs> if... Any any Brit will know what I'm talking about. A digestive biscuit. I know, like I know what you're having talking a cup about. Of tea. I yeah, digestive, as opposed to the biscuits you don't digest. No, no it's like a, it's like a cookie, kind of, basically. Oh, it's I not see. A so it's not yeah. real. Arthur's. Okay. Yeah. And you it's like not dip a cookie, it. Though. You dip it in like coffee. What we <laughs> call like biscuits. What do you call those? Like Oreo is a biscuit here. Oh, that's what, yeah. that's what a biscuit is. Wow. <laughs> Oreos, Oreos a biscuit. I just lost my yeah. soul. <laughs> it escaped from my body. Yeah, Oreos are a biscuit here. Wow. 
Biscuits in the to biscuit us are like aisle. a pastry, like it, like you know, has no. Dough a pastry is a pastry here, like a flaky yeah. biscuit. Yeah, flaky. No, you don't understand <laughs> the confectionery like selection we have here. We yeah. have a biscuit aisle, literally of like sweet type of biscuits, like Oreos, things mm. like mm. that, that will go tea and stuff like that. Oh, grannies love them. It's a wow. big thing here. Yeah, we just call them cookies. What do you call like the pastry biscuit then? Like, what I do you... don't even know what that could possibly be, honestly. Like, you take dough and you put it in an oven and, like, with butter mixed in and you you, co- you bake it, you know? Like, what do you call that? Like a scone? A scone. I guess so, yeah. I guess... Yeah. yeah. Let's you call see it if... a scone. Wow. We, yeah. yeah, we just call that a biscuit. Scone. But yeah, that, that, looks, that well? looks about what a biscuit would look like. <laughs> <laughs> we use the biscuit term though as an all-encompassing thing. Yeah, like you can get. There's a brand of biscuit that are cookies. <laughs> Maryland cookies. Did did they have an ad campaign in in the UK, Mister Christie? You make good biscuits. Did they say that or, or what? Um, I don't rem- I don't have a specific memory of that. Okay, it's just it's just what it is. It is what it is, man. It is what, what it is. Brain. You're I feel the, like I need to go to college again one. after this. <laughs> I don't even understand what your biscuit is. You got you call scones biscuits, but you still know what a scone is. What's a cookie? What are you smoking for you? over there. It's the a biscuit. It's like for a. Uh, oh, whoa! You it's still like have a large. A yeah, it's like a type of biscuit, sort of. Oh my god! It's like <laughs> a circle thing. A cookie is like... a type of biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! There... <laughs> it's though. There's like you go to the cookie bit and at the bakery, and they uh-huh. got all the different types of cookies. But then there's also biscuits in the biscuit aisle. <laughs> <sighs> I just I just gotta go there and see for myself. I feel like a supermarket here would be like this really confusing thing for you. Oh yeah, I would be I lost. What anything <laughs> means. I'd ask people for directions. Like I'm trying to find an Oreo. What fucking aisle is that in? <laughs> it's in the biscuit aisle. <laughs> yeah. What? Close with all the other biscuits. <laughs> uh apparently you call cotton candy candy floss yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's true do you floss with it so at carnival you might get a some candy floss very interesting i don't floss with it no okay i, I don't i don't understand that one and i, I don't even want to defend that one because <laughs> candy floss isn't even worth defending mm-hmm. uh we got Cling film versus plastic wrap. Yeah, cling film. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting one. one. Cling. But film. I, I understand that one. Yeah. It's quite a literal sort of interpretation of what I mean, that. So it's plastic is. wrap. I, it does cling though. I think yeah, that's why I prefer cling. the English okay. one. It really does cling. Mm-hmm. That part is more important to his culture than the, more, the a, plastic part is like important film. to ours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got <laughs> elevator versus lift. Right. Yeah. What about escalators? Is that I the mean, same thing? Yeah, you just called it yeah, what we call it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless you're talking about a, a type of biscuit or something. I've got to check, otherwise everything's just going to crumble. So a lift is, yeah, what you call a... Wait, what do you call it Elevator. Again? Elevator. It wait. elevates you. No, an elevator here is uh, the steps. It's like a staircase that's automated. Oh, but that's an escalator. Well, that's an escalator. What yeah, is an escalator, escalator what did I say? You said elevator. That's an escalator. 
Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. No, I was at. No, I, got, I was getting. I, you almost my brain shattered so my world. My mind again. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 That's just me being an idiot. <laughs> we just call them lifts then. Okay. Yeah. But we wouldn't get confused, though, if you did call it an elevator. We'd understand that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got uh, truck versus lorry. Right, yeah. So, like, a lorry is a truck. Yeah. Why? Why lorry? Don't know. <gasps> L-O-R-R-Y. Yeah. It's just what they are. Not the name. It's wow. a big vehicle. That's a weird one. Because a, tru- a truck's more like, um, like Mater from Cars. That's a truck. <laughs> yeah. A great example of a truck. Tomator. <laughs> Bring it back to movies. <laughs> Bring it back to Larry the Cable Guy. Well, and what, what, what specifically? How, how would you define a lorry then, if that's a truck? Uh, I don't know. It's just a transport vehicle of any sure. kind. Like for no, for like cargo. Okay, how, so more like an industrial. We call that a truck. Oh man, this is this is driving me crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. A lorry's just a lorry, okay? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Just deal with it. We got it. <laughs> we got uh, flashlight versus torch. Flashlight. Flashlight. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> Not flashlight. You call it a torch? <laughs> yeah, we call it a torch. A torch is <laughs> like a like you're holding a piece of wood and you light it on fire. That's yeah. a torch. Like Nathan Drake. <laughs> Or the Tomb Raider. Yeah, that's a torch. It's both here, yeah, I'm afraid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bring out the torch, Alex. <laughs> yeah, turn the torch on on your phone. Quick, switch. That's the what you on say. So turn see. the torch on. Yeah. Wow. We're medieval over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we got uh, <laughs> drunk driving versus drink driving. Do you call it drink? Wait, which driving? one do we say? D- oh, apparently man. you call it drink driving there was a drink driving no, incident yeah. no it is it is drink driving okay we call yeah. it drunk driving yeah i feel like that's kind of interchangeable though. i feel like that's another one i've heard both of mm-hmm. now and again okay um we got uh this i i don't know if this is real uh <clears throat> hit me what do you call a switchblade uh what's the word you've got flick knife yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> flick knife. Yeah, I'd say flick knife for flick knife. switchblade. That sounds yeah. way less cool than a switchblade. Yeah. <laughs> flick knife? Like, what? Well, I'm going to flick, flick you. Yeah, because it flicks out. I'm going to yeah. flick you, mister. Uh. Yeah, yeah, flick knife. <laughs> See, when you say switchblade, I think of the blades that kind of... No, nah, not going to even... No, <laughs> next. Uh, okay. We got Z versus Z, which Canada says Z also. Yeah, I think Americans I just Americans just changed it so that the alphabet song rhymed, I guess. Which Yeah. Makes sense. That was the only thing I could think of with that one. Yeah. What about I guess mum we just and mom? On that one, but... Mum and mom. You guys say mom. Oh yeah. yeah. You say mom. Mem. It's mum. Mum over here. And Come some people some people say Mima. <laughs> I think it's Mima. just an accent thing though, right? Mum. Like it's still spelled no, M O M. No, it's spelled M-U-M. No. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, and what about dad? Dad is just dad? Dad, yeah. Dad's okay. just dad. So mom's different, but dad's daddy. the same for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You taking daddy. notes? You, you call them daddies over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In certain communities. 
<laughs> Not necessarily your father. In some <laughs> yeah, that's something different. Uh, yeah, we got uh, push up versus press up. You uh, call them press ups. I thought that's what you guys said. No, we call them no, push ups. What do you say? Up. I'd say push up. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. That one was wrong. Okay. But I, I've had I have heard press up before, but I have contested it in my head when I've mm. heard it. Doesn't sound right. Because <laughs> you're pushing up. You're not pressing up. Yeah, this is true. And I guess we got one more. Uh, tic tac toe versus knots and crosses. <laughs> right. You call it yeah. knots and crosses. That one has lots of different weight. <sighs> what's the What's the proper one? Tic tac toe. That's just that. Tic tac toe is the way we say it. So that that is yeah, knots and crosses. Knots and yeah. crosses. Wow. Very yeah. interesting. You play it in the playground with some chalk. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. All right. Okay. That was tic-tac-toe. F- <laughs> this <laughs> has been very informative. <laughs> I feel you. like I've learned another language. Thank you, Alex. Yeah. That's your English lesson for the day? Yeah, I feel more Real prepared English. to take on the UK if I ever go. <laughs> yeah. Just call everyone totally the C-words and order some chips, a, a kebab van. <laughs> You'll be all right. Some biscuits, <laughs> some Oreo biscuits. <laughs> Head over in the Sounds lorry. Like Take the lift. <laughs> Stab some s- pants and trousers. <laughs> Stab you with my flick knife. <laughs> yeah, you will go to the wrong aisle if you ask for pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, yeah, that was. I guess yeah, that was uh, awesome. we could probably get into the film discussion. Yeah, let's do this. So it was my pick. I chose Eyes Without a Face or... Adam, can you say it? Because you're the one who can do French things. Oh, shit. I didn't even... Okay, well, let me look up... French I'll try it. Les yeux sans visage. Okay, that's a Is little that right? off. Uh, you almost Le... got it. I'm just going to make sure... I'm just going to confirm the spelling here. Uh, les yeux sans visage. Oh, you actually say the S. Les yeux. Les yeux? I mean, yeah, in some situations you would pronounce the yes okay les Point yeux sans eyes without a face visage is what it means yeah yeah and i mean i'm sure there's going to be french people that are like ah that was almost right but what are you talking about because yeah, i'm not eh. oh, oui, oui. That, that's 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 like <laughs> quebec french right there oh, oh, flat okay. tire <laughs> quebecois <laughs> <laughs> well you know better than me yeah the point is it was the movie i picked one none of us had seen from 1960 mm-hmm. directed by uh adam okay uh <laughs> george franju uh probably uh <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> george franju probably would be that sounds that sounds right so we're just going to go with that yeah george franju names can be weird because I thought, I swore that because uh, Xavier Dolan was French, that his last name would be Dolan, and that Dolan would just be a funny way of pronouncing it, but it, apparently it's Dolan. Yeah. So you can you can pronounce your name however <laughs> you want, I guess. But anyway. Yeah. So it's a horror movie from 1960 about a kind of mad scientist who does experiments on his daughter um, who was injured in a pretty bad car accident. And, you know, it's the typical kind of mad scientist graphing skin onto people and it going wrong, inevitably, kind of fairy tale story. Mm-hmm. 
where should we even begin, guys? Did, let's start. Do we like it? What yeah. do we think? I did. I liked yeah. it a lot. Yeah. I would dare say I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I might be with you as well. I think I. I, I think I, I might thought have it was it. pretty incredible. And considering the time it came out, like I imagine it was pretty groundbreaking. I know for a fact that yeah. like the fact oh, how course. violent it was and how disturbing it was really turned people off from it. But it's aged yeah. well. You know, it's you know, it's really would, groundbreaking yeah. about it. Skin grafts weren't even a thing. Like you couldn't you couldn't yeah. do face transplants, really? and they predict. Yeah, I mean, like this is nineteen sixty. Face wow. transplants weren't a thing, but they kind of. No. I mean. Maybe, maybe you could say invented it, but I guess theorized it, predicted it in some way. You know, it was just Used it as a concept, little bit yeah, outside of, of reality, but believable enough that it's like, okay, this could probably be possible in the future. And lo and behold, we can do that now, which is crazy. Yeah. I was um, pleasantly surprised that I think it's a, a cut above some of the previous movies we've talked about, kind of like Jacob's Ladder. Where yeah. you can see how important it was and how influential it was, but it hasn't really held up that well for me. This is one where I think it still kind of stands on its own, but it's also fun to appreciate how it has impacted cinema as a whole. Because right. there's a lot, a lot of seeds um, in this movie that you can tell have kind of rippled through, mm-hmm. whether it be mm-hmm. uh, Skin I Live In. Yeah, that, would, Myers, that was one that I was thinking face. of for sure. Yeah, You've both yeah. seen The Skin I Live In? Yeah, we've all seen it. Okay, yeah, great. Awesome. Good to know. Love that movie. movie. Yeah. Pedro. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> Are you dying? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, yeah, this this film is it's like it's like the original face off with uh face off another one, yeah. stupid. <laughs> oh, uh, the, there's the dubs as well that the John Woo likes yeah. as well, right? Didn't he direct that movie? This is, this is the original face-off. <laughs> <laughs> that, I love the atmosphere of this movie. It's mm-hmm. very creepy. The yeah. sound design is great. Like that scene mm-hmm. when she's going like in the basement lab and all those dogs are barking. You hear them echoing. It's scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. The cinematography is great. Like really moody, black and white. Mm-hmm. And, like I just wasn't expecting that from a movie this old. <laughs> yeah, no, neither was I. Is this the oldest one we've talked about on the podcast or no? Oh, it might be. 1960. Where did Barry Lyndon come out? Like Barry Lyndon was like 70s. Yeah. All right. It might be then. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, Alex. Oh. You did it. Yeah. I love the <laughs> score for this too. Yeah, me too. It's awesome. Great soundtrack. Yeah. 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 One thing I appreciated most was the pace of it. Because the, yeah. the sort of stereotypical old movie is that they're really slow plodding and that they just go nowhere yeah Mm -hmm. that's what like the typical person like envisions when like let's watch a film from the 50s or 60s everyone groans Mm -hmm. but it's (laughs) 90 minutes long um the the scenes are paced pretty well they're like it's an in and out kind of movie where it's like it does its job yeah Uh, it flows nicely it's very simple Mm -hmm. the story but it's told very effectively yeah Yeah, exactly it's not many characters not many locations it's just very effective in its yeah. simplicity it's it flows very well and it's a it's a great concept and a great story mm-hmm. like it, it's great it's characters. very it's one it's one of those things that you watch and you're like you know what this this is a great idea for a movie you know like yeah mm-hmm. uh the face transplant scene itself was amazing mm-hmm. i thought that whole scene was insane i was waiting for like uh that aged factor to come and be like okay when's this gonna get 
really goofy and silly and kind of pull me out. But mm-hmm. it kept that tone quite serious and consistent. And apparently I was reading that in the original novel, because it's based off a novel, mm-hmm. it was a, a lot more bloody and gory. But um, I think the director was advised to avoid using a lot of blood and the kind of stereotypes of like a mad scientist and stuff like that specifically to appease t- uh, certain senses like yeah. in germany mad scientist oh, yeah. things yeah. are more censored and somewhere in the world blood is more considered you know something to be censored so as a result it's kind of subdued and it really adds to that kind of tone that it's going for it makes mm-hmm. it a lot creepier yeah. i was really surprised that i did find the film quite quite creepy at points because mm-hmm. at first the the kind of the woman with the mask they keep her concealed for a while, and I was starting to get concerned at first that they're not—they're just not going to show it, are they? Because they—they didn't know what to show. But it is a build-up to to a payoff, a scare, yeah. which I was really surprised by. And the scare is quite effective because they keep the camera just blurred enough to not make it look yeah. goofy or silly, slightly out of focus. Um, so, so there's the a bit exactly. to interpret there. It. it like highlights her eyes, not so much the rest of her face. Yeah. Like it was yeah. so well done. Yeah, very, and the very. Mask itself is quite creepy. Yeah. Very intelligently presented overall in terms yeah. of how information is revealed, especially especially the way that things are paced, too, and how it's shown. Because we were talking about how, you know, it's a, it's a fairly fast-paced movie for the 60s, like literally 1960, mm-hmm. fresh yeah. out of the 50s. Um, but then yeah, when yeah. we get to the actual face transplant scene, that's the perfect moment for things to, to kind of simmer down and take its time like it it could have easily been almost like a a montage kind of thing it could have been so much Mm -hmm. quicker and there's so many films that would do it in that way but it was patient it took its time and it really paid off like you felt so much Mm -hmm. more from it just having him slowly go along with the scalpel and that outline you know, you can see you can see him like putting the yeah. force into it. Like, yeah, it got to be. Yeah, got. I got to work at this little spot here for a while, so I can f- mm-hmm. flip off this. It's gross. Yeah, it's quite thing. unsettling. Mm-hmm. It is. But they they do do a montage um, slightly later on, um, yeah. which I thought was really effective with the face kind of decaying, just using the still images, the pictures. Oh, I, I love that. Really clever way. I love that scene. Yeah, that, was that a, looked great. A really effective way. Mm-hmm. That's probably to, my favorite part. Kind of deal with those limitations. Yeah, because yeah. it probably is a lot easier to make a still image look creepy than, you know, like a practical effect on someone's face, make it look yeah. realistic. That was a really intelligent yeah. choice to do that. Exactly. I, I totally agree. It looked like an archive of, of some sort of medical journal, yeah. right? Like it, it yeah. looked mm-hmm. like it was actually something that was documented. And then being yeah, the authenticity to of us. it made it scary. Exactly. I love the moral ambiguity of it because the mm-hmm. parents are like monsters. They're totally they're kidnapping people yeah. and taking off their faces. But you totally understand where they're coming from. And I think if we were in that same position, we would do the same thing because the daughter just is so miserable and keeps talking about how she wants to kill herself. Yeah. And like any parent would do anything for their kid in that situation. And so I was so with them and rooting against them at the same time. Yeah. And it was perfect, that, that back and no, forth. interesting. Yeah. One thing that I was pretty surprised by were, was uh, the performances. Like, there was a lot of great yeah. acting in mm-hmm. this, too. Like, a lot yeah. of older films, even in, I don't know, even in uh, some older Kubrick movies, like, there's really some actors there that are kind of doing more of a theatrical thing than, yeah. than like, a film mm-hmm. acting thing. Perhaps mm-hmm. maybe this might be because it was in a different language or maybe just because it was filmed in France. Maybe it's like a culture thing too. 
but it really uh, yeah. it really did not feel that way. It really did not feel like they were doing this whole stage like live performance Broadway sort of thing. It felt like they were doing yeah. film acting, which is much more effective. And then you get shots like uh, when when he like pushes her against the wall, like next to the the grave, and you can see the tears come down her face, and just like the emotion mm-hmm. that you see in these characters' eyes. You know, especially at the end when she's like, why? Like, you feel so much. And I wasn't really expecting yeah. that from the performances in this film. Uh, yeah, it was it was great casting for the for the main woman with the mm-hmm. the mask face, with her big expressive eyes. And there are scenes yeah. where she has to only use body language and her eyes to kind of convey what she's feeling. And it could fall apart there, but it's really interesting to watch. Every scene with her involved, especially, it's like really interesting. Yeah. The the performances this was made in nineteen sixty, so it's like after the French New Wave yeah. that kind of style yeah, exactly. started to pop up. Not calling mm-hmm. this like a French New Wave movie, yeah. but they definitely like adopted that kind of performance, the more restrained performances, mm-hmm. like like you were saying, Adam. The the main guy, especially the professor, I thought it was so interesting. And like as it goes on, it becomes less about him helping his daughter and he becomes more obsessed about just finding the perfect procedure. He doesn't even really yeah. care about his daughter's well-being or what she wants anymore. And I found that arc really interesting, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and his end as well was quite poetic. Yeah. With his face getting mutilated yeah, by, by the, the dogs. dogs he was experimenting on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't watch this movie with a dog in the room. Hendrix was flipping the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. My dog did as well. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to start a howl. Yeah. <laughs> I had to lock him away. Room. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> <laughs> there's some uh there's some really great imagery in this film mm-hmm. especially closer towards the end like you get that shot of where where like the shadows of the birds are on the wall behind her like just because they had the lighting set up perfectly yeah. you can see all these shadows as she's letting them out of the cage and then you get that perfect moment of of just one of those like once in a lifetime shots Perhaps this was intentional. I, I, it, it fig- I figure that it's probably just a, a lucky coincidence, but the bird lands on her shoulder, and you get that, yeah. that moment there. Yeah, I noticed that. Where mm-hmm. it's like, that, that probably just happened. You know, you film so much footage, eventually you're going to catch something mm-hmm. really yeah. uh, interesting. Yeah. You mentioned the shadows. I, I noted that down. I, I really liked the way they use the shadows in the movie to kind of mm-hmm. set the tone and the, the mood, the oppressive mood of it all. And mm-hmm. I, I, another thing I noticed, um, it was only really at the beginning of the film, but the really clever way they filmed just simple dialogue using mirrors to have like the, instead of having like a shot reverse shot kind of mm-hmm. setup, they had a mirror. So the conversation was just happening with the yeah. other character being in the mirror in the background. So they didn't have to cut away. Mm-hmm. So you get all the, you know, you get genuine reactions from the actors. I thought just little details like that shows the kind of commitment to, and how much thought was put into adapting you know, something that could be goofy into like a really serious, consistent portrayal of this. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I really love the the shot where she's got tears coming through the mask, like over top. They're, mm-hmm. they're, yeah. I feel like that was a smart that choice. Was creepy too. There's so many effective, disturbing images in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you guys really? have any issues with it? Because I had very few yeah, watching it. I, I mean, the whole thing was very some effective. minor issues, I guess. Yeah. I had, like, there was some exposition toward the beginning that I thought was, like, 
like literal. <laughs> like, yeah. There was a scene where the professor was leaving the room, and like a woman in the scene was like, "He's been acting so different since his daughter went missing, or yeah. since <laughs> that thing happened to his daughter." It's yeah. like, oh come on. Yeah. There's stuff like that, but it's very did, minor. I, yeah, I did have one slight little gripe, and it was right at the end where I didn't quite think it was really necessary to have doves in the room and literally let the bird out of the cage i thought that mm-hmm. the dogs being let free was enough of like a metaphor or symbolism yeah. for that very same thing and i don't remember a scene with the doves being set up as even being there before then yeah so like it kind of just it, showed it, up that felt end. quite yeah, yeah that was a little bit on the nose for me yeah but that was the the only major thing i think it was just worth it for the imagery <laughs> at the end yeah. yeah yeah like you got some great shots out of it so it's like yeah, let that one slide a little. Yeah, that felt yeah. more like dated. Like maybe when this movie was made, that wasn't a cliche having the dove or whatever. Yeah. Now so mm-hmm. many movies have done that, where like the character takes a bird out of the cage and lets him go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was yeah, just the the literal yeah. interpretation I, I of that, that phrase. I so totally the, this that. guy's like a a renowned surgeon, but also animal control. Is that how it works? <laughs> Yeah, it's just on the side. Okay, he's got a side gig. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Yeah, just a side gig a deal being an animal control guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a couple minor things. Yeah, uh, minor things. Like, I, I really I really enjoyed, like, the intelligent decision just not to show her face at the beginning. I, I did feel a little weird, because, like, in my head I'm imagining, like, okay, so you've got, like, no face there. Like, you're you're probably in serious pain too and she's like pressing her head really really hard into the pillow i'm just like ah like stop the- are yeah, you hurting yourself <laughs> right now it was a little weird yeah it's a pretty minor complaint and then i guess you know during the face peeling scene most of that super effective especially as it starts out as i've already mentioned the pacing of it when they do lift the face off though it does look a little fake uh, i'm sure for the time mm-hmm. it was like insane though i'm sure for the time it was like <gasps> i convinced everybody mm-hmm. but now it's like you know yeah. it's just it's kind of a dated effect mm-hmm. they showed you know a decent they amount zoom of it. right on in it as well yeah i'd agree with that yeah i would too i watched a few of the special features one of them being uh the theatrical trailer and then also the american uh-huh. theatrical trailer and it's just it's so funny if you got the criterion uh-huh. blu-ray you gotta watch both of them because it's it's the the difference between the two in terms of how they're marketed is just so funny it's it's exactly what you'd expect of like in america it had a different title yeah yeah didn't they recut it the horror chamber Mm -hmm. of dr faustus yeah it sounds (laughs) fucking sounds like a corny 1930s like the cabinet of dr exactly what they wanted yeah yeah familiarity you know but it's a film that's not it's it you know it, it has it's, its, it's own the exact thing opposite going. of that. It's purposefully trying to not be that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they did a whole English dub release, which I'm sure is awful. Did you guys think that uh, Jack looked like Ben Shapiro? <laughs> kind of, yeah. I, 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 that that. That. I don't know why we're, we keep bringing up Ben Shapiro in this episode. That's the theme. But... That's the theme of the movie. <laughs> it's the theme of the episode is Ben Shapiro. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's um, it's not a very long movie. It's only yeah, an hour and a no. half. And I mean, yeah, it's quite simple. It's matter of fact. It's just, yeah, I, d- I didn't make that many notes, to be honest, because yeah. it's just a, an enjoyable 
surprising film from 1960 that I was I was I know, surprised by in terms of just like it can be a gamble now and again like we've talked yeah. about films from around this time before and sometimes they really just do not connect with me but this one did and I was really really happy for that to happen and yeah. I hope other people have seen the movie as a result and enjoyed it too thank you Alex yeah thanks so what okay. would you uh, this. what would you rate this film I'd probably give it a, a four four stars mm-hmm. out of mm-hmm. five um, I'd give it five stars. I, I have minor issues with it, like you guys were saying, but overall, um, considering its time and how much of an impact it's had on cinema, I think it's a fucking great movie, and I think it's really, really effective, and I want to watch it again at some point. Yeah, so, I might like it more, second watch. Yeah. Five stars. I'm uh, I'm with Alex. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Nice. Bazooper. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. I was yeah, I was worried about choosing something none of us had seen. So it's a good idea though. I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah no, it is good. Yeah, but then if it's like something really awful or something, whatever, then you feel like guilty. I don't think yeah. you were gonna get anything worse than the prequels. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that the new goal now? Like we've set yeah, the bar pretty low. high. Actually, yeah, <laughs> find a movie worse than the prequels. <laughs> ben and Arthur was ben and funnier. Arthur's worse. Than, I mean, it, it was yeah. more entertaining. Ben and Arthur was I a great conversation. I could watch Ben and Arthur yeah. again sooner than I could watch the prequels. Sure, I guess there's that. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you guys think is the worst movie you, like so far that the, we've talked the about? The fucking prequels. <laughs> Not Madag- well, well, I guess Madagascar for me, is better. It would be the prequels for sure. Yeah. Is that is that including the first episode where we did Cloverfield Paradox? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's pretty low on there. I could sooner watch Cloverfield Paradox than the Star Wars prequels. I don't think I'm ever going to see them again. Oh, really? Unless I I'm doing like far. a commentary video or something years later. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, re- I really, it's, it was a very painful <laughs> experience for me. Yeah. Damn. I didn't like Martyrs, but I wouldn't say those are as bad as, the, mm-hmm. as Ben and Arthur or yeah. the prequels. Or... All right. Yeah, mine would be the prequel, probably, that mm-hmm. you picked. Yeah. Congratulations, Ralph. Thank you. <laughs> It'll be defeated eventually. <laughs> hey, I recommended Barry Lyndon, too, yeah, which is true. like the best movie of all time. So yeah. balance it out. <laughs> we got the whole spectrum. <laughs> oh, you're on the spectrum, all right. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> questions? <laughs> Bad joke. <Yeah. laughs> it's okay. Let's do some questions. <laughs> so if you want to leave your own questions for us to answer potentially on the next episode of the show head over to the Sardonicast Reddit where Ralph will leave a nice sort of suggestion thread for you to leave whatever you want let's start off with one from just a quick one for Adam from M1234E who says Adam what is your favourite movie that you've given a 6 out of 10 <laughs> oh okay that's a pretty what, good what question what springs to your mind yeah, because um, that's the meme, isn't it? The I mean, six out of well, 10. there's lots of movies <laughs> yeah. that I love that I give six out of ten. Like I was, people were kind of hounding me in the comments section because I said I loved Infinity War, but still gave it a six out of ten. I mean, you can still love yeah. something and give it a six out of ten. Like yeah. you can still recognize the flaws in something and and enjoy it. Right? My my emotional mm-hmm. experience is not necessarily going to be directly represented by the number that I give it. You know, I, I think that makes yeah. sense anyway. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, Infinity it's just the War, way we rate things is different. Um, 
Oh, here's here's a, a fun one. Um, Grand Piano. That's a really fun movie. It's uh, short and sweet. Uh, Damien Chazelle wrote it. Yeah, yeah. That one. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. It yeah. was fun. It's 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 goofy. It's, it's cheesy. Yeah, but it's like it's really not. It's not long. It's very uh, high energy, very fast paced, mm-hmm. and I love music and piano and and uh, yeah. It's got a it's got a fun twist spin sort of thing to it. It's got mm-hmm. a it's got a fun concept. Um, yeah, pl- plenty of movies like that. Uh, that's the first one that jumps out in my mind. Maybe uh, I don't know. Did I rate Cabin Fever a six out of ten? That might be one. Um, there's there's no shortage. The original, really. the Eli Roth one. <laughs> um, yeah, no no shortage of uh, six out of ten movies that I really enjoy. <laughs> it's just that I don't. You know, I I can. I can understand and recognize their flaws while still being able to enjoy it, which apparently some yeah. people find very difficult, and I don't know why. Because <laughs> some people rate things differently. Like, I rate a lot on my personal experience. If I enjoyed a movie yeah, and loved it, I really can't give it a 6 out of 10. I'd give it an 8 out of 10 because I loved it. You know, mm-hmm. I can't put my okay. personal experience past that, even if it has flaws. Yeah, so it's like the polar opposite. Yeah. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, that my personal experience more, yeah. has... Oh, no. no connection. Obviously, it has to, because of everything is subjective, and you can only see from your perspective. But you know, I, I try to have as objective as possible, while understanding that there's no such thing as true objectivity in art. Of a, uh, I guess, rating. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do reckon out of everyone I've ever known who's used like a numbered system, Adams is like the most consistent. And used mm-hmm. it in the most consistent way. Why, thank opinion, you. Anyway. I would agree. <laughs> okay, let's move on to one from Pickled Cactus, who says, What are your thoughts on an AI-made movie? With learning algorithms only improving and AI getting very good at pattern recognition, do you think robots can make a good film, or at least a commercially good movie? And I thought so this was a funny question, because it's kind of already happening. I mean, yeah, way. isn't that already the case? <laughs> don't we already away? do that pretty much yeah it's really not that far off yeah it, it would just be like removing the the one of the steps basically instead yeah. of having a human reading out to a board of people like the statistics they got from one of their focus testing meetings then yeah it just goes straight to a computer and then it like just shits out justice c2 or something yeah. scripts that would be successful they take like every keyword from google or whatever, all the yeah. trending searches, and they write a script with it. That's, it's going to happen. That it's will already happen. happening, I bet you. Yeah. I bet they already use the data from Google and whatnot for mm-hmm. movies like, you know, the Meg and stuff we've talked about before. Yeah. People have kind yeah, of uh, done that, uh, you know, not seriously, but with, with hilarious results. I think uh, there might be a video of this on YouTube, I'm not sure, but somebody um, basically fed uh, an algorithm all of the Harry Potter books and then basically got it to write a chapter <laughs> and it turned out wow. to be really really funny because <laughs> you got all like the key words <laughs> and like uh familiar sentences there but none of it makes any sense <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's a thing yeah. on youtube i can't remember how about the production side of it do you think robots are going to take that over at some point where we're not going to have directors of mm. photography we're not going to have actors we're not going to have uh, a director i think we're it's pretty fucking far robots. away from not having yeah, a dp i think that's yeah. pretty far away too i think yeah I agree. it would be Although so much there more are complicated cameras now 
Why? Because you would need somebody to set it up anyway. Yeah. There's cameras that capture, like, high resolution, and they, like, scan the entire room so that basically all the decisions in terms of being a director of photography can be made in post. Like, you can adjust the ISO. Yeah. You can add in visual effects here and there much easily. Uh, it's so... We're already kind of there, and I see that getting more and more advanced as like time video goes games on. already do that technically don't yeah. they like a lot of video games the way they if it's something really open world like the witcher 3 or something i'm sure they have algorithms that kind of show certain perspectives that have been set you know yeah or even just like the motion capture you get the actor's performance and then you mm-hmm. work out the camera and the setting and all that other shit after yeah like you have Beowulf. some of it planned out before like Beowulf, right. Um, we're not <laughs> quite there yet, which is why those movies suck. <laughs> like Beowulf yeah. and uh, what are the other ones? Mars Needs Moms. Is Robert Zemeckis just done or what? I think he's done. Did you see his last movie? What was it? Is it The Walk? Was... was that his last movie? No, I thought he did the Steve Carell movie. Oh, yeah, that one. What was it? Welcome Something to Marlin. Mar- that, that's the one, yeah. That was a big bomb. Oh. <laughs> you, you don't see that, Adam. No. That looked awful. Robert, I'm kind of curious to be Zemeckis. honest. It looks really creepy. There's like dolls or something. Oh, I he's still seen the trailer. Apparently, he's the... directing things. That's what IMDb yeah. says. He's got the witches coming why. out 2020. I just, uh, I just remembered a, a little thing that's kind of relevant to, uh, I guess, if we're done with this question, between between mm-hmm. the next question. Um, yeah. What are you guys' thoughts on fucking Disney? Pushing back the Avatar sequels to another like two or three years, like because those those have to be like pretty far yeah. into production. Like the Avatar two was going to come out like next year or something, and now it's going to come out like a few years later, which is weird because like the whole perspective of that, like the whole point why James Cameron's been taking forever to make it, is because he's trying to make it as like as much of a technological achievement as the first one was. But if you have this product and the technology is there, and then you date it by another two years then that might not be as effective unless he's going yeah. to continue working on the technology yeah, or something up until the mm-hmm. release they might date. just need I don't more know. time i don't know no, that wasn't like, that i really wasn't, don't know what they're doing with it that. didn't seem like it was james cameron's decision it seemed like it was disney's decision because they own fox now and they're yeah. like "Ooh, we get to sprinkle all these little things exactly where we want them so they're not conflicting with these other major releases right so they're probably mm-hmm. anticipating that like the marvel thing you know, might need some refreshing by that point, and it might be dying down. They're like, okay, we we won't want we won't want uh, the new Avatar to be conflicting with this thing, so they just push it. That's what that's it feels true. like. Could be. We don't know, um, but that's that's definitely a reason they would do that. Yeah. But also, I bet in those two years they'll they'll perfect it even more. Like they'll hopefully it until yeah. the last second. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Because James Cameron seems like that kind of a passionate guy where he would work nonstop to make sure it's the best yeah. thing possible. You know, say whatever you want about his stories and the scripts, but he really cares about making an epic cinema experience. Yeah. He's one of those few guys who does. Yeah, people seem to think that um, these films are not going to perform or something. What do you guys yeah. think about that? I, th- I agree with that. I have no idea. Who gives a fuck about Avatar? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. It, nobody really gives a shit about Avatar at this point, but if you release a trailer and it looks really cool, <laughs> I mean, which Disney's pretty yeah, good at, see it. they can market something for yeah. sure. That's what I was thinking. And that Avatar land in Disney is fucking insane, and I bet that's oh, yeah? a good like promotional tool. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. We got to go to Disney one day. <laughs> Do so it. on a cast Disney trip. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been, so. Oh, very nice. I'll this give you guys a tour. <laughs> We've mentioned it several times now. Now the audience yeah. is going to expect it. Well, <laughs> it will happen it. one day. I would like, I I would when, like it but... to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, now I'm done with college, so I have way more free time. Woo! Yeah, I Hell couldn't yeah. be doing that shit before. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, plus, I had to pay for college. I couldn't be paying for Disney. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll start planning. Hmm. Next question, I guess. Yeah. Okay, let's let's do this this silly one. I don't expect um you know, uh, let me just read it. One eight three underscore three four seven O says Do you judge porn in the same way as the movies you discuss on the podcast? Does <laughs> it do. distract you if there are bad lighting or weak stories with plot holes? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that bothers but, me a lot. I mean all of the porn that I consume is like animated, so <laughs> it's not real. Yeah, but what it's if the fantasy. what if the art is like really, really bad? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's the, the type the type of furry artwork that people share is always the most like disgusting Sonichu level shit, right? It's like, oh, look at what furries <laughs> are into. When in reality, it's like there's so many very talented artists out there, like Chunny, you know, like you. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. That's fine. Furries, yeah, I, furries I fucking know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But so yeah, there, there are very talented artists out there. Uh, sometimes sometimes the, the whole speech bubble thing can ruin it for me. If there's like a spelling mistake or just improper grammar, I'm like, come on. What is this? You know? Damn. <laughs> you really are consistent. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I mean, there, t- to Tell be me fair, there's then. some where I'm like, ah, oh, this makes no sense, but... It's hot. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> just as this... long as there's a pee pee and a fanny. Oh god. It's gonna be a good time. <laughs> a fanny. <laughs> yeah. No, just the pee pee. <laughs> yeah. This, this this porn comic's got a lot of plot holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's a good question. Okay, let's go to one more serious. Biracial Gemini says, which movie or TV show, whole or single season, left you the most disappointed, and why? What springs to the mind? Well, Game of Thrones springs to my mind, but... (sighs) Movie or TV show as a whole? He means, he says, which movie or TV show, parentheses, whole, so like the whole whole show, or just a single season? Or just a single season. Okay. Yeah. The 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 movie part being in there makes it confusing. Yeah, no, it does. I think we've had the most disappointing movie question before. I think, but yeah, so let's do TV. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was going to say Game of Thrones, which is the most recent example, but the the past two seasons have the writings kind of fell into the toilet. If that's the expression, it's mm-hmm. really not as good as it used to be. Yeah, of it's course. not based on his books anymore. So yeah, uh, Game of it's Thrones was general. great for a while. I'll elaborate on it more in future videos when the season's over. That was the second half of the question was, Ralph, is Game of Thrones Season 8 getting a, a video from you? Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay, cool. I, I don't even think it's awful, but yeah, disappointing is a good word for it. Um, but what about you guys? I've got one. Sure. It's a, t- a certain season of a TV show I used to really like. Dexter. Oh, yeah. Is it show. Season 8? The last Dexter. season. <laughs> 
Season eight. I haven't even oh watched it. God. I've just seen funny clips from it. The kid on the treadmill. <laughs> yeah, that's the there's, best. There's scene. like a whole. Oh. There's a whole B plot <laughs> that goes over multiple episodes about this character. He's just like a supporting character who's really not important to the story. Where they like introduce that he's got a daughter and that she she smokes weed and they have drama over it and then and then they like come back together at the end and it's like not related to anything to do with the grander scheme of the plot it just shows how much filler garbage was in the show by that point and they had no idea how to end it oh that was bad yeah i um there's a few shows that i really love that kind of just uh teetered off over the years to the point where i could not continue watching you know uh the american version of the office season seven i remember i remember watching season seven in my room with some friends we were going through episode by episode and about three of them went by and i realized we haven't laughed once in the past three episodes none of it's Mm -hmm. been funny and i was like why are we still watching this and i just shut it off and never looked back pretty much like right at the end Mm -hmm. of season six is where it was just like the still bearable still kind of funny and then just started getting really really bad and then i just i couldn't do it anymore the simpsons is one of those yeah oh yeah. i can't well, watch new episodes of the simpsons obviously <laughs> it sucks well, now. now it's just on just for the sake of being on yeah. it's not even on there's to people there's people anymore. that watch it apparently somebody's oh, yeah. watching I know. it i have friends that are huge fans it's and they continue to watch it but no one thinks it's good anymore <laughs> not nearly as good as it used to be oh yeah uh, seasons two to 12 though were fucking excellent all the, the way seasons. to 12 i'm right now i'm going I i'm, would say I'm going 12. for like season nine and it's still pretty good i'm trying to figure mm. out exactly where it becomes unwatchable all right well it becomes unwatchable <laughs> when the whole concept of the show becomes irrelevant <laughs> which is like making fun of the 80s sitcom family and like deconstructing that and parroting it and now at some point it became completely irrelevant to make fun of that but they still they did it, it. simpsons and did it still been doing it yeah. yeah simpsons did it all of the talented writers <laughs> went and did other things that too what about a uh, death note Adam? is that on there uh, not so much, but I, I can, I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about, obviously. To me, I feel like it would have ended much better at that moment, which, spoiler, 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 but it's obvious to anybody who watches the original anime, you'll know exactly what I'm yeah. talking about. And then it kind of just, like, continues on as if they added, like, a couple more books to the manga, you know, after the fact mm-hmm. or something. And yeah, yeah I would have I preferred for it to end there, but... When I rewatch the show at some point, because I have the Blu-ray now and I kind of want to go through it again, I'll still watch through those other episodes. Like, they're not as good, the last 10 episodes or however many. But, you know, I, I mean, the final episode, I remembered enjoying some of the cinematic aspects to it. I hate some of the hmm. the characters that they introduced, but it, it wasn't yep. super disappointing for me in a sense that, like, it was unwatchable or anything. It just It just wasn't as right. great as what I consider to be maybe the greatest anime show for me. So it's a pretty high bar mm. in the first place. Hmm. How about yeah. Spongebob? Oh, I love the first an- three seasons of Spongebob. And then the creator left and did other things. They he passed away recently, sadly. Yeah, he did. Um, uh, but shit. Oh, those yeah. episodes first are three so seasons bad. of Spongebob are awesome. Like the, ones, the episodes without him there, they yeah. totally missed the point. God, they're mm-hmm. so obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, I guess I've never watched like a full season 
of SpongeBob, but I've heard that the newer episodes got really bad. Yeah. They did. All the classics are from the first three seasons. Mm-hmm. All the quotable lines and scenes All and characters and are from that. Yeah. yeah. And it's still funny. I still don't know how this show is still as funny as it was like 15 years ago when yeah. it came out. Oh, it's great. As an adult. Yeah. Of course. That's why it was so successful and popular. Yeah. Like that's that's definitely made its cultural impact. Absolutely. I guess bringing it back to animes, there was a <laughs> there was one called Wolf's Rain that I was really enjoying. And then about halfway through the series, they uh, they just started doing these, like, clip shows of, like, recaps. And every episode oh, yeah. would just be like, hey, rem- this is one of the characters. Let's recap everything that's happened to this specific character. I'm like, okay, that was odd. Next episode. Hey, this other character here. Let's recap <laughs> everything. And I was like, uh, okay. And then, like... However many went by, like, I think four of them in a row. And I was just like, what is this shit? And I stopped watching and I never finished it. And I, like, I, wa- I wanted to keep watching, but I just, like, lost interest because of that. It was so weird. I might try rewatching it at some point. It's got a really great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But, sure. yeah, that just, that animeism of, of yeah, recap of filler that. episodes in the middle for no reason kind of just ruined my experience. It was so weird. Uh, House of Cards? That's another one. Oh, that's another great one. That last season, especially. Yeah, <laughs> especially. It was brutal. I can't believe... Uh, no. Yeah. It went Next from, it. like, one of the best shows ever to that. Ooh, Ooh. True Detective. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Nice yeah. one. Vince Vaughn. I didn't see the new season, though. <laughs> Have you guys seen season three? Uh, three is apparently nearly as yeah. good as one. That's what mm-hmm. I've heard. Okay. Not as great as the first season, but much better than the second. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Vince Vaughn is very confusing. Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn is terrible. He sucks. The tone was, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Colin Farrell in it as well? Yeah, yeah, and he was probably the best part, honestly. Yeah. I remember Could being like, needlessly depressing as well. Yeah, it was very dark. Uh, it seemed to have no point as well mm-hmm. by the end. It was like you're just torturing these characters for the sake of torturing them at this point. Yeah. Yeah, that was disappointing. Yeah. I'm sure there's a bunch. The list could go on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's usually what happens okay. to television shows unless they have a clear place where they want to end. Right. Like Breaking Bad, Mr. Yeah. Robot. I respect and admire shows like those and Six Feet Under where it's like, oh, you wanted to end it here. So we're going to end it here. Although Mr. Robot, that got canceled, right? They Did they have plans to keep no, it going? They have one more season coming out. Oh, okay. So it's like that, that's where out. they wanted to end it. Yeah, they originally planned for five seasons, but they did four now. Okay. Probably because they're busy with other stuff. I mean, Rami Malek's going to be in James Bond now, and Sam oh. Esmail's directing stuff. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it, I oh, think nice. it's a very respectable choice to be like, you know what? This is a popular show. We could get renewed as many times as possible and just milk this thing into the ground, but we want to have a good ending, and we want to have the, the entire product being a consistent quality i think that that's really respectable yeah Yeah. but that doesn't make as much money as the walking dead oh god yeah that's a a good one not planned out at all (laughs) oh christ yeah i won't even say walking dead's disappointing i think from the beginning it's uh it was okay and then it just got horrible i mean like really quickly i was still disappointed (laughs) wasn't wasn't the best show in the world at the beginning but it had some potential you know yeah you're right a lot of potential got thrown out the window season two 
Mm-hmm. Watch my review, everybody. <laughs> I explained the whole thing. Yeah. There's some drama behind the scenes there. Yeah, now none of the cast is around anymore, I don't yeah. think. None of the original cast. Mm-hmm. Steven Yun's doing some great things now. Yeah. Burning. Mm-hmm. I hope uh, the guy who plays Rick does good stuff now. Mm-hmm. He's a great actor. Andrew Lincoln, right? Yeah. That's yep. the one. Yeah. Tons of ca- talented actors on that show. It's just a bad show. It's nice to have something get popular and kind of like create someone's careers or like a show that's yeah. so popular that even if it's a bad show or whatever pretty much everyone involved winds up coming out ahead because of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they usually get in big movies even as supporting roles that's something put some on the map yeah a lot of these shows they just have too many characters and they don't know what to do with them after a while mm-hmm. and so they just kind of throw them in or like they don't want to end it like they what you were saying with the going. plot <laughs> yeah they just give these people things to do that don't matter it's bad because yeah, they've explored like the point of the character once you've mm-hmm. completed a character's arc it's really hard to revisit it that's why sequelitis is the term yeah it's not just a TV thing mm-hmm. like, it's mm-hmm. just hard to make a sequel for things that weren't planned to be a sequel mm-hmm all right. Next. All right. Next question. All right. Brian. What, what accent? Have you seen to be? Spaced? <laughs> never seen Spaced. No. Oh my god! I've never it's seen so Spaced great. either, but I know that one. Oh, it's so mm. good. Edgar Wright. Yeah. yeah. You gotta watch mm. that show. I will. It's so funny. Oh yeah, it's on the that's list. right. Yeah, I've, I've never got around to watching that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do one from Bronzy Bonnie. Who says, how do you guys feel about whitewashing in a movie? For example, Death Note, Ghost in a Shell, Doctor Strange, etc. Have a character have characters that do not match with the source material. Do you think a movie should be judged by how the movie is and not on who plays the character? Thoughts? It depends. Yeah, <laughs> it really depends. In Death Note, it's like the character just does not work as well overall. You know, the... The American aspect is is one of many factors that makes the character not work. Yeah, less interesting, definitely. Yeah, when they change so much that they're barely even recognizable as the same character, they might as well not even have the same name. Yeah. So it's like pointless Death Note's to do. a little different. They're like Americanizing it. So they cast like a white dude as the lead because that's like the American template, <laughs> I guess, mm-hmm. for Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Those straight white male. Um, but then like Ghost in a Shell, it was... It, I, I never I never saw the movie, but I believe it was like the soul of an Asian woman that it they was, yeah, put into Scarlett Johansson's body. So it's like they're taking an Asian woman and putting it in a white woman's body. <laughs> like that's way more fucked up than Devil's Advocate here for something uh-huh. like Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. When you're trying to get funding for a project like that, you need to come up with a plan that's going to convince the studio to get, give you the money, right? Or convince producers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. There's pretty much no way you could get a movie like that greenlit unless you said Scarlett Johansson's in it. Like, I mean, like mm-hmm. it would yeah. be great if there were other, you know, actors that you could have with their name on the poster, and then people would automatically see it without knowing what it is, sort of thing. Like that—that's what they're concerned about is is financial return. And so it's like it's it's almost like the movie just couldn't be made otherwise. And you know, yeah. perhaps in the future there'll be a, a more diverse variety of of actors and actresses that with their name on the cover they can sell the film but that's in essence really what the issue was there it wasn't out of any mm-hmm. sort of like I, I don't think it was out of any sort of uh 
like racist subtext or oh no i don't think so either it's It's just a funding thing that industry it's It's hollywood it's a byproduct of this of the yeah of the studio system where it's like you need to have a white guy in the lead otherwise people won't see it or a white girl Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) you need to have scarlett johansson you need to have these you need to have these a-listers otherwise the movie's not getting made exactly it's bullshit it's it's dumb (laughs) yeah but it's just the way the world is you know at this point at this there's, point. A, there's a weird recent example of this where it's not even to do with humans, but isn't Netflix doing a, a live action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop? Mm. Um, but they yeah. they changed the classic Corgi from the original to like an Alsatian. <laughs> it's like one of the most <laughs> recognizable things, and it's like what? Why the? Why? Why? What? It's not improving it. It's one of the most recognizable things from the show. Why would you change that? That's so stupid. That is weird changing for the sake of change yeah that stuff is dumb yeah just remove its identity then okay the thing people like about it (laughs) who makes these decisions man it's so stupid yeah yeah it really uh really depends because in in certain scenarios it's like oh i don't i don't really care what the race of the character is as long as it still works for the story and as long as you know Mm -hmm. it's sometimes it's so distracting have yeah, you sometimes. ever seen this movie, The Last Samurai? Oh no, I haven't. I, I but love. I, know I, I love samurai movies, yeah. but is that basically, the Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, Tom exactly. Cruise is in it. It's exactly. t- it takes place in Japan, and literally his character is just a white guy who's thrown into this situation, yeah. and he's like the savior. <laughs> like he helps all these fucking samurai fight, and he's the only one who makes it at the end. Because the rest of them, you need you know... a character that you can attach yourself to, and how right. could you do that with somebody that's not white? God, exactly. I can't Meanwhile, possibly I relate watch the to fucking somebody samurai. who's not white. <laughs> I want to watch Ken Watanabe and the fucking Japanese samurai fight. I don't want to see Tom Cruise. I don't give a fuck about him. Yeah, and that's why. It really you know, if you want the best samurai movies, you just have to watch it in Japan. Yeah, that's just the way. Think, things yeah. can be forced yeah. in either Japan. direction, and that's when it bugs right. me. Is when it's just like this. This is being forced here, right? Mm-hmm. When it's not natural. Well, like in Rogue One, when they throw in like the Chinese characters to appeal to the China market, it's very yeah. transparent. Not that they're bad characters, and, but it's so transparent yeah. what and, they are. And the Meg, they did the same thing. Yeah, the Meg too. And yeah. uh, yes. like we we know what you're doing here. Johnson. Yeah, skyscrapers, another yeah. one. But you want to sell this movie in China? <laughs> that's right. that's what you're doing here. Yeah, I mean, depends. It's all it's all context. Mm-hmm. Interesting question. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, let's do one from Citizen Hal. Who says, what are some movies that are still worth watching, even if you already know the ending or twist? It's an interesting one. I feel like I've seen a bunch of movies where I already knew the twist just because they were so famous in pop, pop pop culture, like The Sixth Sense. Yeah, there's some that you can't avoid. My enjoyment, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Empire exactly. Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah. Those are all good movies, though. Fight Club. Pretty much just any good movie. I mean, if if the twist is yeah. the only thing you have going for it, then it might not be a great film. A twist yeah. should enhance the second viewing. Yeah. You'd Agreed, be like, oh, yeah. I want to watch that again, knowing the twist. Yeah. That's it's why great. it doesn't ruin it for films like Sixth Sense or Fight Club. Because yeah. you can look for details that they purposefully placed mm-hmm. to set it up. Which are, yeah. The Sixth Sense is a great movie. What well, is like a, a twist in a movie that once you know it makes the film pointless to watch? I can't even think of one. Uh, there, well, if it's there's like Serenity, some... where the whole thing's a video game, <laughs> or something like that. That's a good one. There are some where it makes yeah. the film oh, just yeah. worse, like High Tension. I don't know if you've seen that. 
That's no, I it, haven't. It, it creates a plot hole so big that Roger Ebert mentioned it in his review. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's wow. uh it it does not make any sense. It's a good movie otherwise. <laughs> Alexandra Aja. He's coming out with that uh crocodile gator movie or whatever. Gator movie. Know. The one produced by Sam Raimi. The movie. Yeah, Gatorade the movie. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Gators. <laughs> How about Remember Me? When I haven't even seen it, it but I, I know it's really funny. Awful. <laughs> Isn't that movie just, just a, awful anyway? Yeah, it's just a boring drama, and then the end is it's 9 11. That was the twist. <laughs> it was awful. Of like, wow, so you're just going to use 9 11 to have like an emotional punch well, at the yeah. end? Yeah, Fuck that's you. Bad. Yeah, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I've never been a really big person to get super bothered by spoilers or anything. Obviously, I respect other people's experiences, and I never include them in my own videos. Things that I think mm -hmm. could be considered spoilers, I try to avoid, unless I'm in spoiler section yeah. or something. But to me, it's like there's so many other aspects of a film, if it's a great movie, that you should be able to enjoy it even if you're spoiled. You know, like the, a second viewing of a film you're essentially just already spoiled for it because you've seen it once. But you should still be able to enjoy it, right? If it's a good movie, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I agree with that. But it is lame yeah, when, I like, you only get to watch, like, Fight Club for the first time once. Like, when you, if you watch that with a friend who hasn't seen it, mm -hmm. it's kind of a fun experience for them to discover it without knowing the twist. Yeah, I, I don't want to take that away from someone. Yeah. Because I had that, too. I watched Fight Club and didn't know the twist, and then, what do you know? <laughs> Awesome. What a we twist. We have a fun one here. What a twist. We have a fun one from A. Kenji B. He says, how would you rank the last 10 films to win Best Picture? For reference, oh. I'll quickly read them off. And... Sure. <laughs> the Hurt Locker, The Hurt Locker, The King's Speech, The Artist, Argo, 12 Years a Slave, Birdman, Spotlight, Moonlight, The Shape of Water, and Green Book. Green Book's on the bottom. So you think Green Book's worse than Spotlight? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm no, I'm with you. I think Spotlight's considerably better than that. Yeah. No, I think you're right. What's the best one, then? Uh, Birdman. It's between Birdman or 12 Years a Slave for me. Yeah, Birdman's a good one. I think Birdman's better. Uh, 12 Years a Slave would probably be my second place there. Yeah. I love Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker's great. I, I think I, I like... I put uh, Hurt Locker really high up. I think I like Moonlight better than the Hurt Locker. Yeah. Oh, Moonlight. I would probably put Moonlight right under Hurt Locker. Okay. I love King's Speech, even yeah. though it got a lot of shit. Yeah, I, a lot of people artist, really hate it. The artist is pretty low on there. I never saw well, that one. Because people wanted um, Social Network to win, and I agree. Oh. I think Social well, Network's oh, right. a better movie, but King's Speech is a good movie on its own. <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of people just don't like it independently of that, too. I think a lot of people just find it boring or something. Yeah. Oh, it's right. really well shot and active. What about Argo? I like it. Yeah. Argo, I'm not even sure if I finished, Argo? honestly. <laughs> I, think I, I like Argo. Bored. I remember enjoying it. I wouldn't put it yeah, nearly like as Argo high as some of these others, though. No. Uh, the artist is pretty low on there. I really enjoyed the artist, but it's not something that I'm like rushing back to see. Yeah, so we'll that's see. how I feel about it. I'd say The Shape of Water is better than that. Yeah, The Shape of Water is the mm -hmm. only other one we haven't discussed just yeah. now. Yeah. 
And then uh, just at the bottom would be Green Book and Spotlight. But yeah, yeah, which, whichever one, I guess, <laughs> doesn't really matter. <laughs> Yeah. Very unsurprising answers here, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> People all are always asking about pretty much ranking best picture films for some reason, so I thought I'd finally finally okay. put it in there. Yep. So based on what we said, they can figure out the ranking, whatever. Yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> Basically the worst is Green Book and the best is uh Twelve Years a Slave and Birdman. Uh fuck, what was the other one? Yeah. Birdman, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Birdman. That's Bird Boy. Should we do a couple and more? And the rest are like in the middle. Yeah, sure, we can do a couple more. We have a short but sweet one from Expendable418 who says, what would you say the purpose of filmmaking is? I don't think Ooh. we've ever even talked about that. Memes. Memes is a good answer. Yeah. When I, when I saw the question earlier, that's what popped into my head. I think humans are sort of innate storytellers. They want to share... Mm-hmm things that yeah. can teach people that's how we teach kids isn't it we tell them stories and fables yeah. and it's what a lot of religions based around it teaches you empathy and like the more emotional side because there's like facts you could read fucking textbooks or whatever but we tell ourselves stories so we get like the human connection to these things that have happened throughout the history of humanity you know yeah and we we have different mediums for it whether it's writing or painting and just film is just one of them Mm-hmm. It's I, I, it's my favorite medium to express yourself through, yeah. but there's others. Expression and doesn't even need to I be necessarily a story, just a shared experience. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. art, isn't it? Yeah. How do you mm-hmm. find define art? Yeah, being able to share kind of a connection and express yourself in a way that somebody else would hopefully understand. I guess. Yeah. Something that evokes a response. Yeah. Like an emotional response in some way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the memes. Yeah, memes too. <laughs> yeah, me- memes is at the top of the list, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Sanic! Let's end on this one then. Sure. From Simple Ambassador. He says, What is something stupid and regrettable that you've done in the past that still haunts you to this day, even though it really shouldn't? <laughs> Not even movie related. Ooh. I don't know. There's a few, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things. <laughs> Go with a goofy one. Yeah. The goofiest one you can think of. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. I guess, <laughs> my, I guess I'll do the, the first one that popped into my head. I, uh, I, I, I have one if, if you sure. want to go after out of embarrassment or something. I mean, yeah. I, I got one in my head. It doesn't matter. Whoever. Okay. Mine's a... Mine's pretty weird. Um, when I was in primary school, I did like a poo on the floor in the garden, <laughs> and then my dog ate it. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> when I was like in primary school, just you know what you know, the young boys are like? They're just like poo and wee. So I just did a poo on the floor, and then my dog ate it. Huh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Okay. Go on, do yours now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> when uh, <clears throat> when I was in elementary school, I, f- I forget what grade. I was pretty young. <laughs> I was ten or under, and I guess like just my experience growing up, there were some 
I guess, concepts or norms that I didn't fully grasp as quickly as other people in some ways. Um, and I, I, I guess I just had like kind of a um, naive or distorted view of reality or how things work right and so i i remember watching um the show arthur you know with dw that Mm -hmm. that show and there was like there was like an episode where basically the theme was they were trying to teach a lesson on perspective and how you know the grass is always greener kind of syndrome and so i think arthur and like one of the other kids you know, to get taught this sort of lesson for the kids watching the show, they basically um, swapped lives for like a week or something. Like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna live in their shoes, and you're gonna live with this family, and then the other kid's gonna live with this family for a week, and you're gonna see that your lives are really, you know, not like what what you perceive the other person's life to be is not necessarily what their life actually is. And I was very mm-hmm. interested in that. I thought that, that was a great idea, and I I love the idea of getting new perspective. And so I tried to like, <laughs> I I tried to like kind of organize something like that with one of my friends. I was like, oh man, that would be a cool idea. <laughs> and I asked my mom about it, and unfortunately, my mom did this thing where she's she was like, she meant no, like obviously it was a stupid idea sort of thing. Like I'm not gonna let somebody else raise you for a week and take another kid. Like why would I do that? But she didn't say that. She said I'll think about it. And then when my uh, my friend, uh, w- w- I guess, was like getting picked up by his mom at my place for something much later, and as they were leaving, I opened the door and I I was like, oh, yeah, uh, the whole uh, switching th- houses thing. My mom said that she'd think about it. And this this moment where both my friend and his mom looked at each other with this kind of, like, really face, like, like th- this, this connection <laughs> that they had where they were thinking to each other, like, this is, what? Are, are you serious? But they didn't say anything <laughs> to me. And the fact that they didn't say anything to me <laughs> made me feel so stupid. And I just, I, I, it, I kept thinking about it forever uh, of just one of those like embarrassing moments of like, oh, yeah. And now obviously I'm older and I understand that's not how the world works. <laughs> but I was naive and I was a kid and yeah. I, I thought that that was a thing that like people could do. I, I thought that people were interested in, in gaining an, an outside <laughs> perspective of their own reality. And and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot so, of things like I, that. I got a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things like that in life. Um, you reminded me of one, Alex, with your shit story. <laughs> uh, I was I was in kindergarten and I shit my pants like on the playground. So yeah. I went inside the school and I like took off my underwear or what do you call them? pants? I took off my <laughs> pants. Well, and I threw it in the toilet and I flushed it. And I'm like, okay, that's the end of that problem. But the toilet clogged. Of course. And, like, all that went out. Like, all the water came out, seeped onto the floor, and went into the hallway. And, like, the whole, the whole fucking hallway stank of my shit for, like, the whole day. The whole day. And everyone was like, what the fuck is that smell? I knew what it was. And I was just laughing to myself. Oh, that's pretty good. But no, it's not one of my proudest, it's not one of my proudest moments. Uh. 
That's awesome. They would like <laughs> smell every kid because they thought someone shit their pants like in the classroom. <laughs> so they brought out every kid and smelled them and like let, made them leave the room to see if they got rid of the smell. But nothing worked because it was the fucking <laughs> it was the stink from the bathroom. <laughs> oh, that's anyway. funny. Yeah, <laughs> shit stories are always fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a good one. <laughs> good episode. I got some good stuff in there. Yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. Uh, I'm a proud of that one. I guess it's time for a recommendation. Mm-hmm. It's your turn, of course. Yeah. Um. So with me being hella busy, we're recording the next episode early, um, mm-hmm. because just it's easier for things to line up that way. So since I'm gonna be gone, like pretty much starting tomorrow i have an idea of a recommendation that's something that i can kind of watch in my hotel room and come back to it back and forth sort of thing so this is going to be a little different i'm pretty (laughs) sure that you guys have never seen this it's a it's a television show and it's and and i'm recommending the the entirety of the show it's only two seasons but it's like i think the total runtime is like probably two hours or less Okay. And uh, they're eleven-minute episodes. It's Adult Swim. It's called uh, I know what this is. Xavier Renegade Angel. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you were going to recommend Moral Oral. No, I want to <laughs> do that at some point, but the runtime is is uh, longer. The runtime is like probably yeah. four four hours total for that one. I really I will I've do that at Moral some point. Oral, so, oh, you've seen it now. Yeah, but we can still talk about it. it doesn't matter. Okay, sure. Um, it's a good show. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to yeah, recommend Xavier that at some point. Renegade. But you guys Angel. have not seen Xavier, right? No. Okay. No. Okay. So this is basically the polar opposite of of Jean Dielman. So <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> it's uh, it, it's 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 a, it's an experience. It's one of my favorite shows. It's created by uh, PFFFR, the people that did uh, Wonder Shows in the Heart She Holler, and most recently uh, the Shivering Truth. And those are all great shows. Have you seen any of them? Wonder Shows in probably. No. Oh Jesus. Well, no. Xavier's no, Xavier's going to be like one of the better ones to talk about and uh one one of the one of the ones that'll be the easiest for me to be able to watch while I'm gone sort of thing. Uh Cool. I've seen the show many times <laughs> and I can't wait to talk about it. Awesome. All right. We did it. That's that. Um Yay. Thank you I'm all for listening. To this episode of Sardonicast. <laughs> uh, if you want to support the show, $2 a month, sardonicast.com. Sign up for premium. You get these episodes early. Uh, also, patreon.com slash sardonicast. It's the same thing. $2 a month. Get the episodes early. Support the show. We also got merch. Link in the description. Uh, thank you so much. Gotta go fast. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, everybody. Don't poo on the floor. Yeah. Don't, Don't shit your pants and throw it in the toilet. <laughs> or, or else we'll get you with a fl- flick knife. Yeah. Yeah. Wear your nappies and eat chips from a kebab man. Yeah. You, you gotta, cunt. You got to poo in the loo. <laughs> that's one I didn't even mention, loo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you call them loos? What is that's, that? That's... It's a toilet. You do a slash in the loo. It's just a toilet? It's not like a urinal, like a specific kind of toilet? No, it's just, just a toilet. Do you guys do you guys have a lot of bidets? In like, is it is that a common uh, thing? The only person I've ever known with a a bidet <laughs> is, um, <laughs> was 
was my nan. She got rid of it huh. like ages ago. Yeah. Never Happy bidet. One here. My Italian grandmother has one. Is it so. awesome? I've, I've never used it. <laughs> just, <laughs> I've never been interested, but yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Huh. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.